Hey guys and welcome back to Tickle Pink. It's me, MJ. I hope that everybody had a good weekend. I just wanted to say thank you again for everybody that has taken the time to listen and rate me. Um, it really means a lot to me, so thank you so much. <laughs> um, so today I wanted to talk about church. It is Sunday. <laughs> so I decided that the topic today would be come as you are or not. <laughs> So I wanted to talk about the reason why I don't go to church anymore. And it all stemmed from when I was 17 years old, uh, back in the day, I know I sound so old. (laughs) Um, I'm actually 34, but, um, back when I was 17, I, uh, was active in the church. I used to go to Bible study on Tuesdays. I was in the choir and I went to church every Sunday, sang in the choir and all of that stuff. So when we moved here, um, from California, when I was about two and a half, that was the first church that, you know, my mom found. And basically I had been going there since I was a toddler. So, It was really hurtful, (laughs) the situation that happened um, that made me change my views on churches and church people and all of that stuff. So story time. (laughs) So when I was 17, like I said, I was a senior in high school and I would go to Bible study. I would go to choir practice and all of that stuff. And I actually did enjoy going. It was, um, some of the things I didn't really understand in the Bible and then, you know, other things I did understand. And so when I was 17 years old, I had a huge crush on this boy that was in the choir with us. And, you know, it was one of those things where it's kind of (laughs) like, he was the, uh, choir director's son. And so he was popular, if you will, like in church, he was very cute And I remember everybody had a crush on him and it was kind of like he was that popular boy, you know, and everybody wanted to get his attention, all of that stuff. So, you know, y'all know that I'm shy as hell. (laughs) So it's not like I approached him or anything like that. So I kind of would wait for him to approach me. And so it was my senior year and it was homecoming and he is a year older than me. So he had already graduated and plus we didn't go to the same school. So... I was bold enough to to ask him, hey, you know, do you want to go to homecoming with me? And I was nervous as fuck. (laughs) And he actually was like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, you know. So we went to homecoming. We had a good time. And I was just so excited because, again, like I said, I had a really big crush on him and I liked him a lot. And we would talk occasionally at church, Bible study and all that stuff. But like I said, it was kind of like hey, how are you type of thing? We would we didn't really talk, talk. So homecoming was like a good chance for me to get to know him, talk to him. And of course, I had heart eyes and my damn eyes when we went to homecoming. And so we had a really good time. And then Saturday, so Saturday was homecoming. So then the next day, um, I went to church like I always did. And this girl, she came up to me. She had a, she had a crush on him too. She wanted him. So I saw her looking at me because everybody knew that we had went to homecoming because I obviously asked him at church. Cause again, that's when I saw him and I didn't have his phone number at the time. So everybody kind of knew that we were going to homecoming on Saturday. So she liked him. So she comes up to me. I was trying to avoid her <laughs> and she comes up to me 
and I was trying to leave. And of course, every, it was church was over. So everybody was kind of like slowly walking. So I was like, damn it, damn it, damn it. So I was trying to, you know, dodge her. And she ended up like catching up to me. And she was like, hey, you know, did you have fun with, uh, let's call him... Victor. She was like, did you have fun with Victor at homecoming? And I was like, yeah, it was cool. It was nice. I was keeping it short and cute. So then she boldly says to me, mind you, in church, did you guys have sex? I just kind of looked at her and I was like, that's none of your business because it's not any of her business. And she was bold as fuck to like even ask me that. So I said, it's none of your business. And she just kind of looked at me and I was like, okay, whatever. So then I walked away. And then fast forward to Tuesday. So I go to Bible study and everybody's kind of looking at me and I was like, what the hell is going on? I thought I was just imagining it. So I was like, whatever. So we go to Bible study and again, everybody's staring at me. We go to choir practice. Everybody's looking at me. So then I started to feel weird and nobody would tell me like what was going on. So I was like, whatever. I didn't really think anything of it. Sunday comes, you know, and I try to talk to him. And he didn't really, he kind of just, I wouldn't say that he didn't talk to me, but he was just being kind of short with me. So it was the difference of, you know, the date that we had for homecoming. So I was kind of like, what the hell is going on? So then the following Tuesday, I remember, um, again, everybody was looking at me and I was just like, okay, like what the fuck is going on? So his mom, she was, um, she was going to be, she was basically practicing to be a preacher. So she would leave the Bible study. So that Tuesday we go and we sit down like we normally do. And she starts talking about Jezebel's harlots and whores basically. And I'm just kind of like, what is this? Like what's going on? So then all the while she's saying this, she's looking dead at me and saying, Oh, you know, being a whore is a sin. And she's staring right at me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I break eye contact with her and then she just keeps going on and on and on and on about whores. And she just keeps staring at me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So again, the girl that I was cool with at, um, Bible study and choir practice, I kind of was like, Hey, like what's going on? She was like, Oh, I don't know. So I knew then that she was lying and something had happened. I just didn't know what was going on. So my feelings were hurt and I couldn't figure out why nobody was telling me anything. So again, Sunday rolls around and we weren't singing that Sunday. And so again, I was in church and I remember I was sitting there and I just so happened to get up and go to the bathroom. And when I walked into the bathroom, these grown ass women were talking about me. They were calling me a whore. They were saying, that I was a slut and all this other stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it hurt my feelings. Cause first of all, I was 17. I was about to be 18, but still it was like, I was quote unquote, like a child, you know, cause these were grown ass women. They were talking about me in the bathroom and I knew that it was his mother, Victor's mother. I knew it was his mother because I remember she always had on these cute ass shoes and I used to love her shoes and I could see them underneath the stall. They were openly talking about me in church while church was going on during service. So I'm sitting there and I walked out and I cried because I was like, why the fuck are they talking about me? And so I remember my mom was kind of like, 
you know, what's wrong? Like, why are you crying? And I was like, they're talking about me in the bathroom. She's like, who's talking about you? And I told her and she's like, what the, like, oh, hell no. So my mom was pissed. And then I remember, uh, Victor. So I had gotten the pictures from homecoming and he had paid for them. And so I, you know, of course I had to divide them up by halves or whatever. So when I went to give him the pictures and he had this stink ass look on his face and I was like, what is your problem? My family was like, what is your problem? Again, this is all happening in fucking church. And I'm sitting here like, what the hell is this? Like, why are we doing this in church? So he has an attitude. He looks at me and said, oh, you know, I know that you told her that we had sex. I was like, I didn't tell her anything. I was like, it's none of her business. And she shouldn't be asking me. I was like, either yes or no, it's none of her business. So he was like, okay, well, you know what? My dad is the, you know, the choir director and my mom, she wants to be a preacher. This doesn't look good on me. And I'm sitting here like, are you fucking kidding me right now? So he got mad at me because I didn't say no. And again, it was none of her fucking business in the beginning to ask me a question like that. So I was pissed. So he walks away. And then I remember his mother comes up to me. And, you know, my grandma, my mom and all of them respect your elders and everything in me wanted to be like, you bitch, you know, because that was she was calling me a whore and a slut. So she comes up to me and she boldly says, you know, it's fine if these rumors are going around about you and my son. And it's fine if they're going to, you know, going around about you but not about my son. And I'm sitting here like, are you fucking, you bitch. Like she basically was saying like, I'm a whore and I'm making her family look bad. And I'm sitting here like, oh, okay. You want to talk about making your family look bad? Too bad your son is fucked half of the altos and more than half of the Sopranos. Like, are you goddamn kidding me? Oh, I was so fucking mad. So that happened. And then after that, I told my mom, I was like, I don't ever want to go to church ever again. I, these fake ass people, they're trying to tell me how to live my life while they're sitting here sinning. They're sitting here stealing money from the church, talking about children in the stall, gossiping, being petty ass bitches in the church. And I just, I told her, I was like, I don't ever want to go to that church ever again. I don't want to go to church. And that was a church that I grew up in. And it pissed me off and it was hurtful and it made me so mad that I was labeled a whore in church by grown ass women. I was mad that this woman who liked him and was jealous that we had a good time spread this rumor about me. That really pissed me off. So I was just like, fuck everybody in church. I hated it. I never wanted to go back. And now here we are 17 years later and I still have not stepped foot in a church. Now, my son, he my mom, she asked me if it was okay, if he could go to Bible study. And I thought, okay, cool. That will be a good experience for him because I do want him to know about God. I'm not against that. The Bible study was at my old church. I kid you not one time because my mom, I said, okay, if you want him to go, you're going to need to take him and pick him up. Because again, I refuse to go in there because the pastor is the same pastor, the same people are in that congregation. So I refuse. I did not want any of them seeing me. I didn't want any of them being fake and talking to me. So the one day that my mom was like, oh, hey, I'm running late. Do you think you can drop him off and I'll pick him up? Now, when I walked in that church, I got deja vu. I got instantly irritated because I just, it was like a scene in a movie where I could remember them talking about me and calling me a whore. I could remember her coming up to me in the exact same spot that she came up to me and questioned me like it was her goddamn business to ask me about my vagina. 
So I instantly kind of almost like ran in there, dropped my son off and ran back out. I didn't want anyone to talk to me. And so my sister, she's very active in the church. She doesn't go to that same church anymore. She goes to another church and she's always asking me, you know, you need to go to church. You need to come to church. Come with me to church. And I've been to her church a few times, but her church is not what I'm used to at all. It's like, it's different. You know, like I, we grew up in the black church, you know, the choir and the, you know, women passing out and dancing and her church is way more mellow than that. So it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's weird. It's just different. And when I go, the message is cool. Like the pastor, he says like a really good, he, you know, gives a good message and everything, but the singing, I just, I don't know. I just can't get with it. It kind of makes me sleepy a little bit because it's so mellow. And so I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just different. The only thing that I don't like though, and my grandma rest in peace, (laughs) She would be rolling around in her grave if she saw like how these people dress the church because I know it's come as you are. And I just when I was growing up, my grandma and my mom, when you go to church, you wear like nice pants or a dress or a skirt or whatever. You look nice because you are going to the Lord's house. My sister's church, the pastor wears jeans, Jordans. (laughs) polo tees and I remember my mom almost like had a freaking aneurysm because my niece walked in one day after church to the house and she had on ripped jeans and basically almost like a bodysuit or something like that she had a tight ass shirt on and some ripped jeans my mom was like I know damn well you did not wear that to church so my mom was having a damn fit she was like what the hell she was like see I get to come as you are. She's like, but why is it so like laid back? Like everybody's laid back in there. So that to me, like I said, just coming from where, you know, how I grew up, it was just, it was just different. Cause when I went, I had on a dress, I had on heels and other people had on like sweats and stuff like that. And I was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And so my sister's always pressing me to go to church. She's always asking me why I don't go. And my thoughts is, again, from that traumatic experience and just learning that church people are fake and learning that church people are, you know, they are not perfect. And I shouldn't say I'm going to backtrack. I shouldn't say church people, but that church that I was in, all of them, they were fake. They were sent there preaching to me about adultery. Meanwhile, the pastor's having an affair. They're teaching me about like, don't, you know, have greed, you know, the seven sins, the 10 commandments, all of that. Meanwhile, he's sleeping with someone else. It's not his wife. He's stealing money from the church and he's doing all these things that he's preaching to me about. And it's like, I was 17. So it's, I'm not stupid. I know that everybody sins. I understand that. But what you're not going to do is literally stand on a pulpit and try to tell me how I'm living is wrong when you're doing wrong. And so I just, I lost all of that when they did that to me. And that really and truly an adult woman who I was learning lessons about God from was talking about me and calling me a whore. I just chose to stay home on Sundays. I pray and I do all of that. And I just feel like you do not have to literally go to a church to know about God and to know him and have him in your life. You know what I mean? And it's like, I grew up again, since I was a toddler going to church and believing God and going to all of that, you know, doing all of that stuff. And I just, I don't know, ever since that experience and trust me, I went to therapy (laughs) 
And I talked to my therapist about this and it maybe it is something that I need to let go. And maybe I don't need to have that grudge and hold that against me. But it just I just it really turned me off to church people because I just really felt like that was something that really and truly hurt me because I'm very quiet. I keep to myself. I don't like people knowing my business. And for these people who were supposed to guide me into God's path and God's way and all of that, were doing the opposite of that. And I felt like that was very fake and it was rude. It was fucking hurtful as fuck. And I did not appreciate it. And again, I was only 17 years old. And now, like I said, I don't go to church. My son doesn't go to church, but it's like I pray, you know, and I say prayers for people and my family, my friends. I, I pray for everybody. You know what I mean? Like I do that. And I always try to tell my sister, hey, I don't need to go to church to feel like I have a connection with God. Like I feel like I don't have to do that. It's something that I go again. Like I said, I have gone with her, but it's like. I don't know what it is. And maybe it is that part of me who still has that feeling of, I cannot believe that church people let me down. And I was talking to my friend and she said, you know, I understand, but you know, God hasn't given up on you and you shouldn't give up on him. And I said, I understand that. And I, and I do understand that, but it's like, I have a Bible and my mom gave me this, um, pink of course (laughs) it's a it's a pink bible so basically every single day I open it to the date that it is and I read a scripture so I do that and then you know I feel like and I pray and I ask for guidance and all of that stuff and I just feel like I don't need someone telling me what I'm doing wrong or what I shouldn't be doing and all of that stuff and that's fine like I'm not I'm not saying anything about people who are involved in church because again, I was involved in church and I don't say anything about that because my sister, she goes every Sunday. So I'm not saying anything about that, but it's just, that just hurt me. That hurt my relationship a little bit with God. I was upset that I was like, these are supposed to be your people that you called to spread the word. And they're talking about me. So, you know, I just, I don't know, maybe one day I will be able to, you know, find a church or something like that, that I can actually go to that I can take my son to because I've taken him to my sister's and he does like the, um, the children's church that they have, like he likes that. So I don't know, I may continue to go there. You know, like I said, the pastor, he does a, he has a good message and everything like that. So I don't know, I may do that. And maybe I need to pray about that. Maybe I need to pray about (laughs) letting that go and not letting that hurt me. But it's just, it's just something that really and truly just ruined church for me, you know? And I know, again, it was one church. This is a separate church. It's two different pastors, all of that. But it's like, it's kind of like, in my opinion, when you get hurt by someone, you guard yourself to not get hurt again. It's kind of like you learn that lesson to not do it again. And I feel like in this way, that's kind of what I'm doing to not get close and feel like, okay, this is an opportunity for someone to do something to me again. Um, And like I said, these people, they didn't do anything to me at my sister's church. So it's like, I'm not saying that they would, but it's just, I trusted the people at my church. I trusted them to pray for me, to say, to guide me and all of that stuff. And they did me like that. And then meanwhile, it's like, I'm finding out all this other stuff that they're doing that they shouldn't be doing. So that is my story time of when... I was called a whore in church. 
Um, you guys, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to my channel. And again, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.